We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Playoff season when light years goes daily, hourly, doing TV hits, radio hits. That's what what fun with Von Danchaski today. It's a good time. Love those guys. Um, Well, we recorded in the aftermath of Draymond getting suspended Tuesday night, and here we are Wednesday night. And my tone has changed after I saw the league's communications most mostly joe dumars i'm officially pissed off oh i don't know about you but everything the league put out there today was contradictory and one one side of it didn't add up to the other you know what i'm saying like joe dumars is saying he's suspended because the incident Mm -hmm. engagement with the fans and past history The press release yesterday said nothing about engagement with the fans. Honestly, here's what I think happened. The incident happened. Draymond had to get ejected from the game. Watching him egg the fans on in front of Adam Silver made the league feel a certain way, and that's why they're suspending him. And that's why I think it's BS. They don't really have grounds to suspend him because from a basketball perspective, the ejection was enough. Sabonis pulled his leg. Everyone saw Sabonis pull his leg. Joe Dumars told us he pulled his leg. They came up with a bullshit excuse to basically extra discipline him. I am in total agreement uh, on the contradictory uh, behavior from the league office. A couple of things I want to point out that I'm confused by. Mm-hmm. Not sure who Joe, Joe Dumars, why is he talking? Who is he? Um, why is Adam Silver, the face of the league, not talking to us? Uh, he's the guy that everyone knows. It feels like they're kind of throwing them out there to the firing squad. That one I'm confused about. Uh, number two, it feels like they're only doing this because the players are pissed. Uh, you see a lot of these players come out there, uh, uh, talking heads like Kendrick Perkins, Shaq. Then you've got current players like Damian Lillard. Uh, I saw Meek Mill <laughs> come out. It, it, it feels like the league. I don't know if they – I don't think they believe that they messed up. I, I'm sure they feel like they did the right thing. But they at least feel the need to tell us why they're doing it. And it always feels like, to me, 
if you're a league that is in good control and know what you're doing, you never have to explain explain to people why you're doing something, right, Sam? You just do it. And uh, that, to me, is the weird, confusing part about all of this. Yeah. Um, last night, I was like, hmm, maybe, I don't know. Today, they come out and just kind of bungle their explanation. Yep. Yep. And that's where I'm sitting here going, all right, you're just letting me know there's no principle here. You're doing it because you you want to send an example, and you're doing it in the middle of the playoffs. What are we doing here? Come on, man. You know? Very, very frustrating. Bob Myers came out uh, and decided to take questions on the incident, you know, probably so Steve Kerr didn't have to as much. Bob didn't say too much of anything, in my opinion. It was just, uh, you know, what do you want me to do? When they made their decision, they made their decision. You know, he's basically just trying to get people to move on from it, which is, is probably the right move. He is. I mean, I think Warriors fans would have liked to see him kind of have a little more fire. Um, but how long have we seen Bob Myers talk to the media? Um, same with Steve Kerr, who kind of just didn't have much to say. Uh, just kind of wanted to move on to. It's kind of who the Warriors are. I'm sure if they put Joe Lacob up there, it'd be a different story, uh, which is why Joe Lacob is never up there. Uh, so... I guess that's who the Warriors are. You'd always like them to be angrier, but we just, this is not what we see. We got a Steve Kerr quote here coming. And said the suspension was based in part on Green's history of unsportsmanlike acts. What do you think about Draymond's history being a factor in the suspension? Uh, again, it's, it's not um, anything that we can control. So, um, you know, Draymond is incredibly competitive and passionate and fiery and he's you know, helped us win four championships. I've said it many times. We, we don't have a single championship here without Draymond Green. And that's, that's the truth. Um, so uh, he's crossed the line uh, over the years and um, it's um, that's part of it. You know, it's uh, we, we, um, we will go to go to bat for Draymond and, and, uh, you know, go to battle with him. What's your read on Steve? Uh, right there? Does, does he, I mean, he said this a million times. Um, look, I don't want to, I don't want to go into depth here, but he paused a little bit before he said, we'll go to bat for Draymond. We'll, we'll, we'll go to bat. There's still a little stutter there from Steve Kerr. I don't know. I, they got to be tired of him, right? Uh, how Steve feels and how other players feel may not be aligned, you know? Let me ask you, do you think the locker room is more angry at Draymond or angry at the league feeling screwed over? If they're angry at Draymond, the series is over. So I I don't know. If they're angry at the league, you know, you can see them kind of, you know, putting putting it together. We'll talk about adjustments in a second, but you can see them kind of putting it together and putting good together good effort on Thursday. Um I don't I don't know, dude. I feel like there's too many. They're not all veterans. I think if they were all veterans, they'd be like, hey, we, we, you know, fuck the league. Let's go win this series. You know, I mean, we can still win game three, game four. Let's go, you know, let's break their hearts. But they've got a lot of different personalities now, right? They've got your Jordan Pools, your Kevon Looney's, and then you're like, like 20 year olds. I just, I just don't think it's an aligned locker room. And honestly, it's probably Draymond's fault. <laughs> like it started with him knocking Pool out. So. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Let's talk about the game, because everyone's listening to this day of. What do you think Chase going to be like tonight? Do you think how what's the percentage of Kings fans is the, is is my question. Are we worried that it's 30%? Kings no. 20%? Oh wow. That was a quick no. I think there's a reasonable chance it will have more of the normal like 10 10% opposing fan type of action going on. I'm not convinced that Warrior fans won't show out tonight. And I think they're going to get into the game, honestly. Yeah, they need they need they look, the Warriors are unbeatable at home. They need the type of effort that we've seen all season where they won five games in a row at home without Steph Curry. Um they're obviously going to have to do it without Draymond. I, I do think we're going to get you know how other teams when they make threes, you know, you call it fake shooting. I do think we're going to get some 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 fake shooting from the Warriors tonight. I think we're going to get we're going to get Jordan Poole to get a couple kind of step back threes going up there. Dante's going to hit a couple from behind the arc, three feet from behind the arc. His specialty. Shit, we may even see an Anthony Lamb three go in. I five think of those five. <laughs> five shots. Yeah, that's for sure. Lamb's Lamb's getting Lamb's getting them up tonight. Um, I think I think they're going to shoot very well, and I think that's the only shot that they've got to win the game. It yeah. Is that they just? I don't. I don't think there's going to be this all of a sudden. They hold the Kings to 93 points. I yeah, don't not, think that's going to happen. Not without Draymond. Tonight's got to be, uh, in my opinion, tonight needs to be Steph. I'm leading the way, and then other guys start hitting shots because of Steph and feeling it a little bit. I think that's how it's going to go. Um, who do you think starts in Draymond's absence? I can. I can almost guarantee you, Steve will not tip his hand until right before tip off. He's going to play. He's going to play it coy because it's a playoffs. Why not? I've been know? thinking about this nonstop. I've been waffling. You know, I even thought, you know, maybe Jordan Poole, but that doesn't make any sense. That lineup with the three guards doesn't work. Kaminga, does he throw him out there? No, because I think it's it's a must-win situation. He's hasn't been good, but I do think he'll play 20 minutes. Is it Dante? I don't think they need more offense. I think getting Draymond out of there is going to help. I think they start GP2. I think they start GP2. I think they throw him on um, on uh, De'Aaron Fox start. I think it gives Wiggins a little more room to rebound since they've been struggling with that against Harrison Barnes and Damanis Sabonis. So 
I think they go with GP2. I think they put together their best defensive lineup to set the tone, kind of like what they did in the NBA Finals Game 5 where they set the tone defensively within that first first eight minutes. Sam, I think they go with that lineup. I don't think they have any other lineup that they go to. Anything else I think is just getting too cute. Not down 0-2. I think, they start, I think they get cute. I think they start Moses Moody. I think his number's getting called on. Hear me out on this one. That's insane. And I love Moody. Who picked up two quick fouls at the beginning of the third quarter in game two? Moses Moody. Draymond Green. Oh, shit. My bad. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Who was, this, who was subbed in yeah. for Draymond? Moody. What lineup actually worked pretty well there? The starters with Moody in his place. Is it a perfect one for one? Of course not. He's not a big, you know, but another 6'6 guy can play a little defense, can hit shots will allow Wiggins to play the four a little more. I think Steve's going to go with the added spacing there. Maybe a little home cooking gets Moses to hit a shot, give Steph more room to operate. And then I think GP is going to come in with the second unit. I think you are right. He's not going to start Kuminga because quite frankly, Kuminga might be their backup center. He might need, he might need Kuminga to come in um, with, uh, with, you know, uh, with Anthony Lamb. And the second unit as like a de facto front court, like, God, they're so small. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's what it's going to be. So I, I, I wouldn't be surprised with GP2, but I'm going with the wild card. I think he's throwing most Moody out there. You know, a lot of people are talking about the Warriors dynasty uh, kind of on its last legs here. Uh, I think we talked. People said the same thing in 2019 about the Warriors dynasty on its last legs, and they ended up winning another championship. I find it ironic that if the Warriors dynasty falls apart here on Thursday and Sunday, that it's because of the lack of the second timeline being able to actually provide good minutes. Moses Moody, Jordan yeah. Poole, and, and Kaminga. And again, it's not their fault. They're too young. You don't actually give winning minutes until you're 26. And Moses Moody's how many years old? I always forget. 21? 20. 20? Like, it's, it's insane. So... To throw him in that situation, and you're right. I think you know there is a good chance Steve Kerr does that, or he starts Kaminga. The fact that they have to do that, and it feels like a hail mary, is not a uh, yeah, not the a more. Career. The more you bring it up, the more I'm like GP two is probably the safest move here. I mean, that's gonna let, let let's 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 call it straight. GP two, uh, Wiggins, Clay, Steph, and Looney is gonna be the lineup that plays the most minutes. Yeah, right. Like the overall, it's just a question if it starts. Um, Steve Kerr already got cute in game one and lost it. So, that's true. you know, there's no more time to. Yeah, you might have, you might have talked me into it. I think I I do think Moody's going to see a lot of minutes because he played well in game two, or at least he could get a shot. If he doesn't play well, he's not going to play a lot of minutes, sure. of course. But I think he's going to get thrown into there. I think he's going to do some. I think he has a chance to do some good things. I'm liking. I liked what I saw from him in the last game. They're searching for something. Um, the other. The other thing I wanted to call out on that front is what do you think they're going to do in terms of just anytime Looney sits? Is it really just going to be Kuminga at center? Gonna be yeah, that's, that's the, I don't think you have an answer. I, there's no answer because you just mentioned the two names and they're both horrible options. John the Kuminga is not even a four right now. Like he's a hybrid three on defense. Honestly, he's probably more two on defense and kind of a four on offense. You put him at the five, it's Alex Len might have a field day. And then Jermichael Green is just 
He's probably your best bet at home because Jermichael Green's a role player and you can see him making two threes in a row. Like, can't you see Jermichael Green getting yeah. a pullback dunk and one layup and just hitting a, a trail, hitting a trail there. three. Yeah, 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 right. Like getting mm-hmm. a rebound here, then like, okay, boom. All of a sudden you stole five minutes with Jermichael yeah. Green. Like, I think that's your best bet. He's had experience banging with bigs a little bit. I just think if you're putting Kaminga, and I, and I know he said this two pods ago about Kaminga playing the five, I think you are putting him in a situation to fail. But if you're if you're playing Jermichael Green and Kaminga, you're putting everyone in a position to fail. <laughs> everyone, there the options aren't great. Uh, obviously, with Draymond out, but am I sitting here saying like if they get six good minutes from Jermichael Green that they win the game? Probably, I think probably. If they get six good minutes, you're telling me they get good bench minutes from Jermichael Green, they probably win the game. Because that would mean they probably maybe they're only minus four in non-Steph minutes, maybe only minus five. It's all they need. You just can't be minus 15. Yeah, I mean, I think they're going to have to piecemeal it. It might be a lot of Kuminga for two minutes where you run and then you get them off there before the Kings figure it out. Uh, maybe Jamichael, like you said, you get three, four minutes at the end of a quarter really quick with him. And then you get back to Looney. Like it's Steve's going to have to be really up and they're, they're going to have to make some very quick decisions because they don't have the ability to just sit around and wait in this game. The, um, the, the one other thing we want to talk about is we didn't mention this earlier. Jordan Poole, Steve Kerr said this. Uh, I was really proud of him playing the other night. Uh, his ankle was really swollen. Says he had a good practice today, gutted it out, and he's looking better heading into game three, which is, you know, he's not going to solve the center minutes issue, but they need all the players they can get, and he was unplayable in game two. And, you know, it might have been the ankle, but if they can get him going. Home, t- home, home team player. I mean, would you be surprised if he comes in there, hits a three and one, and then makes a half-court shot at the bus? <laughs> right like that's kind of that's jordan Poole, right like he's mm-hmm. the guy where we just watched malik monk make three after three after bucket and we're just like what is going on warriors answer to malik monk is jordan Poole, and it's going to be a home game chase center is going to be rocking i mean it's it's jordan Poole time if you're not going to play well now against the team that they're playing good defense but they're not a great defensive team there are there are buckets to be had for Jordan Poole. So, yeah, I, I do expect him to play really well. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if he had 20 points on Thursday night. He, they might need him to get 20 points Thursday night to have a chance. And, yeah, I want to see how he's moving because it, it was noticeable on Monday. Like, yeah, there were some bad turnovers and shots, but he just looked flat. Like, you could tell. Well, he, he wasn't. Feel- yeah, he wasn't moving at all. Exactly. Defense. You could, like, you could just- tell it was. You could tell something was up because he looked dead to me. He looked just completely flat. And, like, we found out afterwards, like, it was really bad with his foot. So, hopefully that's better because that's another X factor. Um, they should have just not played him. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, but uh, they should have just not played him because he he was a negative on offense. And, really, that's the primary right. driven value. I, I, I get it. I get it. But they didn't play him in the second half. And, you know, I, you know it is what it is. It's the playoffs. If you, if you think there's a chance, you got to at least suit up, you know? So, I don't know, last last uh, question for you before we head out of here. Give me your prediction for the X factor of Game 3. Dante DiVincenzo. <laughs> okay. Dante DiVincenzo. Because uh, we haven't talked about him at all. And he's been really bad on defense to the point where 
I'm wondering if he's in his own head or something. He's not a great defender, but he's an above average defender. Yeah, he's and not he is, bad. Yeah, he's right. He's not GP2. We know that. But he's been to like guys are just going right through him, right by him. He's running around in circles. And part of it is he's got to play with Poole, who's a terrible defender, right? So he's got to play with some guys that makes it harder for him. But I expected him to be better on defense. I expect him to hit a couple threes tomorrow night. I expect him to get a couple big offensive rebounds like he's done all season. I think we see more of the normal version of Dante DiVincenzo that we've seen. Um, I think that's the X factor. He can't play 10 minutes. He's got to be in the 16 to 20 minute range tomorrow night. Um, because if he's that bad, then the Warriors are in a pretty tough spot um, with just the bodies that they have. So that that's the X factor for me. How about you? I'm going with the obvious one, Steph. Um, <laughs> probably not fair to call him an X factor, but I kind of think tonight needs to be a Steph Curry masterclass. It needs to be one where he reminds everyone, yeah, Deer Fox, nice player. Sabonis, solid enough. Harrison Barnes, good dude. None of you are on my level. Um, they don't have Draymond. It's most likely going to be 135, 130. It's going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, how about the guy who's the best player on the floor, put up 45, put up 50, and really give this team a run for their money? I think this team will follow Steph's lead. I do not expect Steph to be off-ball you know, kind of in the flow in the first half of the game and then trying to take over later. I think he's going to have to go immediately for it, aggressive Boston game four type of attitude if they want to win this one. Um, and if they do and they get the win without Draymond, I'm feeling really good with him yeah. coming back. I'm yeah. feeling really good. So it feels like, you know, <laughs> game three of round one's not when you want Steph to go hero mode per se, but ultimately – it might be the time. They, they've got no choice. I mean, they, they've got no choice. LeBron, who's, you know, Steph's peer, the only thing, the only player that's Steph's peer, we just watched him in game one against Memphis essentially take a whole game off um, because they didn't need him. Um, and I think that's, that's, how, that's, that's how Steph plays, right? I mean, you're old. You, you can't play 45 minutes. I mean, I, can't, I guess I'm watching KD play 44 every night. But you can't play all those minutes two-way. And just he gets a lot of possessions off when, uh, when Booker and uh... – and and CP3 right? dribble in circles. But that team, that team, I don't believe it, Sam. I don't believe in that team. I'm watching them. I don't believe it. I think Denver's running. Classic around. NBA Twitter team. Yeah. Classic and where they just see the names and the, the highlights. The highlights. They want to. They want to believe you. I mean, we could talk about them another time. Yeah. Uh, we got our own problems. To yeah, say. yeah. I'm just I'm throwing that out. I just I, I'm watching them. I'm watching. Them. I'm like, this is the team. Uh, no, no, that's not the team. But Steph. Yeah, there's no, there's no more, there's no more time to to mess around. I get why he did what he did in game one and, and even in game two, but Steph knows this. Uh, game one of the NBA Finals, remember he came out and and made like five threes in a row in the in the first quarter. So um, at some point, Steph, this isn't this isn't offense. They don't have Robert Williams. They don't have Al Horford. They don't have Marcus Smart. Although Dave Young's pretty close to Marcus Smart, like they don't have this elite offensive team that should be able to stop you. And the good thing is Draymond's out on offense. Yeah. That should actually help. Right. Presumably yeah. I mean, that they play better help. when it's one big, when it's Draymond or Looney on offense. So yeah, uh, I think final thing, final, final thing. You pointed this out. Uh, if the Warriors can win tonight without Draymond so far in the series where it's just kind of a shit show now, where it's like every Warrior series have devolved into a shit show. If they can win that game and you get Draymond strutting through for game four, 
like like, like a WWE heel. Um, I think the Warriors are mentally in a good spot, but it all depends on Game 3. Agreed. Can't wait for it. I'm hyped. Um, see everyone post-game. <laughs>